Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad you are with me this week. I have a great guest with me and we are talking about the most important thing this week. We are talking about raising our kids to love Jesus. And you know, I mean, you guys listen to the podcast and you know that every week, that's basically where we go. Anyway, um, as we talk about this, but but my good friend Leanne Mancini is with me this week and she has a new book that's literally titled Raising Kids to Follow Christ. And we are so excited about this book. Um, I had the privilege of writing one of the endorsements for this book. And it is just, it is so fantastic because she, uh, obviously God's word, is is our main you know curriculum it's our our main parenting manual Uh, but leanne does such a great job in this book of walking us through scripture and through just life experience um, of how to help us do that how to help us raise our kids to truly know and love and follow jesus so that's what we're talking about this week and there is no one better to talk about it with me this week than leanne mancini so you're going to love getting to know her But before we get into it, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you're looking for a curriculum for your homeschool, for any grade, any subject, from a biblical worldview, check out BJUPressHomeschool.com. They'll equip you for a successful homeschool journey, and they've crafted their curriculum to give you the tools that you need that are really, truly rooted in solid biblical foundation. Um, they are trustworthy resources. I We trust them implicitly. We love BJU Press Homeschool. So if you're looking for a new curriculum, try them out, BJUPressHomeschool.com. And if you're not sure what's right for your family, you can call and speak with one of their consultants and they will help guide you through what is best for you. What is it that you need for your homeschool? So try them out, BJUPressHomeschool.com. Also, thank you to those of you who continue to support the podcast. We are so grateful for you. And you guys do that in so many ways, and you're so good at it. We're so thankful. Many of you support us through sharing the podcast, and that is a huge, huge blessing to us because without you, it's it's hard to get the word out about the podcast. So share it with your friends. Share these. If you're watching it on YouTube, share the videos with your friends. Make sure that you're subscribed to them and then send them links and say, hey, check out this video. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, but you guys are a huge part of helping us to get the word out. Another way that you can help kind of in that aspect is to leave a review for the podcast. So whatever platform you're listening to this on or watching it, just leave a review and let others know why this podcast is a blessing to you and why they should listen to it as well. So we are grateful for you. Thank you for helping to support the Schoolhouse Rock ministry in that way. Well, without further ado, I want to introduce you to my friend, Leanne Mancini. Um, She and I have been friends for a few years now, and she is such a blessing. I've loved getting to know her over the past few years. And uh, I think it was about three years ago that we first met and she said, I'm, I'm writing this book. I'm doing a bunch of research and I'm writing a book on teaching our kids to, to love and follow Jesus. And so she has such a heart and a passion for helping us to do that as parents. So Leanne, for those who are not familiar with you, introduce um, yourself and your family and your ministry and all, all the many, many things that you do. Well, thank you, Yvette, and uh, I'm so glad to be here with you today to talk to your audience, and I love what you're doing. I support you guys totally. It's so important that we you know, help parents understand the importance of raising this next generation mm. uh, to follow Christ, and homeschooling, I think, is just vitally, vitally important. Um, I am an author of Raising Kids to Follow Christ, and I have a nonprofit uh, raising Christian kids. I also am an author of Sea Kids, which is uh, seven books, and we have an animation series, Sea Kids, 
that's on Right Now Media, Pure Flix, uh, Answers TV for Answers in Genesis, um, and a few other streaming platforms. And those are wonderful for little ones to watch, um, help them to build that strong foundation in Christ. And I'm an adjunct professor at South Florida Bible College and Theological Seminary. And uh, wife and mom. I told you guys she had a lot going on. <laughs> she has her hands in all sorts of things. Um, well, tell us a little bit about this book. So your book is called Raising Kids to Follow Christ, Instilling a Lifelong Trust in God. And I love that you use the word trust because it's really what it is, right? It's our kids learning to trust the Lord um, and, to, and to be fully surrendered to Him in everything that they do. How did this book come about? What, what was kind of the thing that prompted you to write it? Wow. I started out with my C kids, um, mm -hmm. wanting to help parents have resources to help their little ones to believe in Jesus, to follow Him, to love Him. Because when I was raising my children, I would find a lot of biblical stories or fruits of the Spirit. And I, I was having a hard time finding stories that actually showed children how to live out the biblical principles I was trying to instill in real-life situations they face. So I wrote these stories, and uh, my kids loved them, and their friends loved them, and then I put them away. I shelved them thinking I was going to read them to my grandkids, but God had another plan. So I kept feeling the Holy Spirit tapping me on the shoulder. I got the stories out, and long story short, um, wrote seven Sea Kids books that won over 26 awards. I put them out for awards because I was independently published and I wanted sure. people to say, you know, to know, hey, these are worthy. And so they did really well. And then my producer came, I met him at NRB and he said, let's put these into an animation series. So that's how that happened. Well, while I was doing all that, I was watching and reading because I'm always researching. I love to research. And I was hearing these startling statistics of our children walking away from their faith, from the Christian homes. And I'm, I'm like, Lord, what is this? And so I just started doing some research. Well, before you know it, the research was three years into a book here that I felt the Holy Spirit guiding me and prompting me to write to make this parenting, it's really a parenting manual yeah. uh, to go with the Bible and to help parents start teaching their children how to have that strong foundation so that they stop walking away from their faith. It's so vitally important for us as parents to set that foundation for them, which is why I would say a large majority of us homeschool, you know, some people homeschool for different reasons, but I think a lot of us, um, especially those who listen to this podcast, we homeschool because we want to point our kids to Jesus. That's the most important thing. And we've said this so many times on the podcast, but academics are important, but they are important in the sense that they are, they should be used to point our kids to Christ so that they will have a strong relationship with him. And so we're going to keep talking about this, but we're going to take a break first. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Are you looking for a homeschool curriculum that goes beyond textbooks and truly engages your children in the joy of learning? 
Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written by homeschool parents to specifically meet your needs and captivate your students with hands-on activities and experiments that make learning unforgettable. With an easy-to-follow, open-and-go format, Apologia takes the stress out of planning and provides a simple roadmap that can easily be tailored to your family's needs. Explore live classes or self-paced courses designed to accommodate every student's unique learning style. Elevate your child's education, spark their curiosity, and nurture a lifelong love for learning with Apologia. Discover Apologia today at Apologia.com. Leanne, several months ago, we had Dr. George Barna on the podcast, and we were talking about his book, Raising Spiritual Champions. And we'll, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for those of you who may not have heard that episode. It is probably one of the most important episodes we've ever done in our, you know, almost six and a half years or seven years, almost, gosh, almost seven years of doing this podcast. Um, it is so important because we really need to understand like what's actually happening in the world. And even if it's not happening with our children in our home, it's happening with our next door neighbors and with other kids in our Christian co-ops and sports teams and things like that. So maybe we can back up a little bit because I, I feel like Barna's book is the like, here's what's happening. And then your book is kind of the, okay, what do we do about it? So maybe talk a little bit about those statistics that Barna talks about in his books and from his research, and then how that led into you writing this almost how-to book. I love George Barna. I've had him on my Raising Christian Kids podcast as well. He's amazing the work he is doing. And let me just say, when I was talking with him, all through the years, people kept asking him, why don't you do some statistics on children's ministry and see what's happening with the children and the pastors? And he said, I you know, always said, no, 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 I want to you know, stay away from that. I'll just concentrate on the adults and the churches and what the pastors are doing for the churches when it comes to adults. And he said, Leanne, I'm going to tell you right now, I wish I'd have done this earlier. This is the most important work. Mm-hmm that we're doing is for the children. And he his, his statistics were alarming. Um, I'll read you just a few. 70% of children ages 13 to 14 out of Christian's home either reject the existence of Satan or don't know he exists. Mm. 90% believe there's no absolute moral truth. 84% don't believe we're born into sin and need salvation. That's shocking. Yeah. And then you have uh, the pastors that are ministry leaders and pastors that are teaching our children, 64% believe there is no absolute moral truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, 53% believe in the possibility of reincarnation. And then 43% don't believe that people are born into sin and need salvation. Yeah. Now, these are the pastors that are teaching our children. Yeah. And so we're in a mess. And I believe this is why we find ourselves living in the times we're living in, because we haven't raised strong Christians to be in the government, in media, uh, academia, and the church. Yeah. But, you know, we can turn this around. I would say, moms, look, we are, or parents, but I would say moms, rosy riveters of our day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, we won World War II because of the parents that went out to fight the war. We're in a war for the salvation of our children and the preservation of Christianity. We absolutely are in a war. Um, And, you know, we talk about that a lot at Ephesians 6, you know, we've got to put this armor on our kids. And so how do we do that, Leanne, in a practical way? I mean, how do we really prepare this soil for our kids, set that foundation for them 
talk, talk about this. Let's, let's, let's give some really practical ways for us as parents to engage in this, this war. We always go to God's word because he has mm. the answers. It's a perfect parenting manual. And so Deuteronomy 6 says we're to um, train and impress upon our children uh, biblical doctrine when they rise up, when they walk along the path, when they lie down. So that means all day long, moment by moment, we're to live as if you know the kingdom is here on earth and Jesus is standing right beside us. So bring Jesus into everything you're doing. Um, you know, what is David, Jeremiah, Samuel, Timothy, what do they have all in common? They were uh, raised to believe from infancy. Mm. So, you know, in my book, I talk about how uh, scientists, scientists have found that after 18 weeks in the womb, a baby hears. Let them hear children singing the name of Jesus. And after maybe like six months old, you see your baby looking in the mirror and they're laughing because they're looking at the reflection and they're happy. You say, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you, Sammy. You're so beautiful and Jesus loves you. And you do that uh, from the womb to age three, you're preparing that soil. Mm. This is how you build that foundation. You start very early. The problem I'm hearing from parents is, you know, I didn't do this. And now I think it's too late to talk mm, to my child right. about this. And it's never too late. For example, a lot of the things that are happening with parents with teens is about obedience, wanting them to obey because they're wanting to go their own way and they have their own thoughts and they're becoming independent little people. And so I just say, look, you know, sit down with your teen and say to them, I haven't done some of these things that I should have done, but I didn't do them because I didn't know. And I want to apologize to you. We're going to do some new things in our family, things to keep you safe, yeah, spiritually, physically, emotionally. And I want you to help me with this. Let's set out the rules of how we're going to run the house. And it's not rules like pharisaical rules, it's rules it's guidelines to protect you and to keep our family close to the Lord. And then you stick to those guidelines. And if, if they're involved in setting those, they're more uh, likely to follow those, especially when they know it's for their safety. And you could, this is how you draw them closer to Christ too. You say, look, we're doing this because God has put your life in our hands while you're on earth. And the most important thing we can do is to raise you properly. Um, we have to answer to God what we're doing as a parent. Yeah. And we don't want to disobey God. And so this is why we're doing this. So you talk about writing a mission statement. We've talked about that several times on the podcast. I think that's so important because we really need to know where we're going. You know, we've talked about it in the sense that like it's it's, it's kind of like a GPS, right? What is our mission in life? You know, we where when you jump in your car and you're going somewhere, and this has been so funny, you know, as we taught Brooklyn how to drive one of the things that you teach your child when they're learning how to drive is like, you don't pull out of a parking space until you know where you're going and how you're going to get there. Now, when you've been driving for a long time, you just kind of do it. You don't really think about the fact that you're thinking about it. But for new drivers, you know, it was so funny. She would just be pulling out. I'd be like, well, where are you going? Well, I don't know. Well, how are you going to get there? I don't know. Okay, we'll pull back into the parking space, figure out where you're going, look at all the exits in this parking lot, figure out the safest one to exit. And, you know, I mean, there's so many things. And when it comes to life and raising our kids, we have to do the same thing, right? We have to think about where we're going, how we're getting there. And so that's the whole family mission statement. Um, talk really quickly, and we'll, we'll put a link. Um, we talked about this with um, Zan Tyler quite some time ago, but I'll put a link in, in the show notes to that 
episode as well. For those of you who maybe missed it, that's an excellent episode because she talks about how to have a family kind of vision statement, mission statement. Anyway, um, you mentioned though briefly having a contract with our kids. And that's something I'm wondering, I cannot remember the name of the book. Um, I heard two men who wrote a book and they were on Focus on the Family, I think, many years ago. And they talked about writing contracts with our kids. And so I'm curious to know if you happen to come across this book in your research. Uh, But I thought this was a really interesting thing. and, And I'm curious to know if you and I have the same idea about this. And I've never done this with my kids, but one of the things they talked about was like, if you're wanting your child to do something like, okay, they want the freedom to go out on Friday night with their friends, then you would say, okay, well, if you want the privilege, as you said, of going out with your friends and being able to do the things that you want to do, then here are the things that I'm expecting of you to do. You know, maybe clean your room, maybe do the dishes, maybe do your laundry, whatever it is, wash the car. So in order for you to have the privilege that you want, these are the things that I'm asking you to do. And so you you fill out kind of a little contract. It doesn't need to be notarized <laughs> or anything like that, but you kind of write out a little contract so that they know what is expected of them. And you know that they know what's expected of them. And it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Is that what your idea was? Is that what you're talking about when you're talking about having a contract? Absolutely. When you are an adult and you're in the world, you're dealing with contracts. Yeah. First of all, you have to plan. I think planning is so important. We plan for many things, where we're going to go on vacation, where we're going to live. Uh, Planning how you're going to raise your children is the most important plan you will ever make. And so you sit down and even plan out how you're going to devise a contract. What are going to be the elements of the contract? And do it with your teenager because they need to learn, hey, here's like the introduction of the contract. This is the goal of the contract. Here are stipulations to the contract and work on it together. It could be about um, school, sports, um, Bible study, obeying rules, household rules. There's no doubt as to who's responsible for what and what are the consequences of breaking a contract. It just takes out the, it takes arguing out of the uh, scenario with your teenager when you say, look, you agreed to this. We both signed this. Yeah. Can you tell me why you don't think it's valid anymore? Or do you want to revise it? Always be open, open to your teenagers. Listen more than lecture. And a contract helps you not to have to lecture. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It almost makes it sound like our relationship with our kids is, you know, a, a business <laughs> deal. But and it's not. Um, no. you know, there are children and we are family. And so you, you know, you talk about we, it's okay, we can revise it, but it's it, I think it's good for those teens. This is certainly not for every team, but maybe for those who say, Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that this is what was expected of me, or yeah. I didn't hear you ask me. This is a really good way, I think, for yeah, parents to tells navigate us. that. So our Bible says, here's what I expect from you. Yeah. And here's what will happen if you don't obey. That's right. You know, so it's yeah. kind of like that. Not, yep. not just a, not a legal contract, not a fair right. simple contract, but a contract just yeah to make things go smoothly in the home. That's right. Laying out expectations for our yeah. kids. I love it. As parents, our greatest hope is that our kids will grow up to be followers of Jesus Christ and live out God's call on their lives. But you also know the world makes it challenging to follow Christ faithfully. That's why I'm so excited about Summit Ministries. Their student conferences give teens and young adults reasons to trust the biblical foundation you've laid for them. 
Our oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is super excited to go this summer. And if you have a child ages 16 to 22, they can attend a Summit Ministries student conference this summer as well. Get a $200 discount on their in-person conference by using code SCHOOLHOUSE24 at checkout and receive an additional $200 off with their early bird discount when you register by March 31st. Visit summit.org slash schoolhouse to learn more. That's summit.org slash schoolhouse. Leanne, in in your book, I want to read, uh, we've had Josh Mulvihill on our podcast a few times. And for those who've not heard of uh, Dr. Josh Mulvihill, he is amazing. He has written a couple of really powerful books on grandparenting, which is really interesting. And he's also written a book called 50 Things, and it's things that you want to teach your kids, how to set that foundation for them um, before they graduate high school or before they leave your home. And um, he has a, uh, you, you quote him in your book, and I want to read really quickly this quote that's in here. And it says this, and, and this is from Josh Mulvihill. It says, could it be that one reason young people are doctrinally ignorant, spiritually confused, and living in a synchristic faith system is that we have reduced our teaching to the couple dozen moralistic stories found in most children's Bibles. Our children need the soul-gripping, life-altering, meat-based, Jesus-centered teachings of God's word. And I couldn't agree more. That is a high calling for us as parents. And I know none of us do that perfectly. Talk talk with us. Your kids are adults now, Leanne. Did you do all these things perfectly with them? And if not, <laughs> talk through maybe, you know, I, I feel like as moms, we tend to kind of move toward that mom guilt of like, oh, we didn't do it right. We've somehow messed it up. Where do we pick up? And and maybe just share some of your story with us of of maybe things you did right, things you did wrong, things you would go back and change. Um, just walk us through this. I didn't do half the things I did, not even maybe three quarters of the things I didn't do that I had put in my book. But my kids are 30. At that time, I was not facing... Uh, what we're facing today, okay, with the culture. And we won't go into that. There's a lot of anti-Christian, humanistic, all the things that is going on. Everybody knows. But I didn't do a lot of those things. And I probably should have, but it's by the grace of God that my children are, are believers. But we do all we can to the best of our ability. And I don't believe in any parenting guilt. I believe that's a tool from the devil to hold us back to what we need to do. And you can only do what you can do when you learn what you need to do. And again, I didn't know a lot of this stuff. For example, who would think to set a timer three times a day to make sure that you sit down with your child and you pray with them or you read the Bible? I didn't do that. That's a great thing to do. When my children were little, I thought I had to wait until they were five, six, seven years old before I really started teaching them, you know, really about God's word. I kept it superficial. We read the Bible stories, you know, Noah's Ark. Uh, we went to church. I prayed with my children. And then we would do what we'd normally do during the day, we'd go on with our life. It was kind of what Ken Ham calls a Sunday school faith. So even though you didn't do these things, it's never too late to start doing these things. And um, I say when children are little now, start saying salvation, redemption, use these words. Um, when they're little, because in my research, I found that you never know when a child grasps a biblical concept and understands it. But using these words early, again, is building a vocabulary and a category in their mind. And, and 
we never did that. I never did that. And so there's so many things we can do now that we didn't do in the past that we have to do. We have to start doing to make that foundation strong. And again, it's never too late. Erwin Lutzer talks about the Egyptian tombs. They found 4,000-year-old seeds in these Egyptian tombs. And they pulled the seeds out and they planted them and they watered them and they gave them sunshine and the seeds grew. Wow. So, you know, it's never too early and it's never too late. Um, But I think we need to really start um, raising our children according to Deuteronomy 6. And that means all day long, moment by moment, bringing God and Jesus into everything we do, modeling what it looks like to be a strong Christian, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. And if we do that, it's going to make a difference uh, for our children. It's going to build that strong foundation. And then we build upon that foundation. You know, George talks about, George Barner talks about in his book, a child's worldview starts to formulate around 15 months of age. Because they're looking around, they're seeing who they can trust and whether people are talking about Jesus and do they know that name Jesus even. And by the time they're 13 years old, they pretty much have a solid worldview. It's either going to be a biblical one or it's not going to be a biblical one. It's going to be a worldly worldview. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is really important for us to be honest with our kids, you know, at at any point. I mean, there's always things, you know, you said you didn't do some of these things with your kids, even at their ages of 28 and 30, you still can go to your kids. You know, any of us at at any age can go to our kids and say, you know, I wish I had known this, but I'm, I'm still learning. And I think it just makes us more kind of human to our kids. You know, mom doesn't know everything. Dad doesn't know everything, but they're still growing in their knowledge and understanding of the Lord and of his word. And so, just being upfront with them, hey, you know, I just learned something in reading my Bible today about, you know, whatever it is the topic is, can I share it with you? And so it's it's a little different, of course, when they're seven than it is when they're 27, because you have to approach it a different way. We're not telling them how to live, but we can still share with them. Here's what the Lord is teaching us. And I think that really will help build a relationship too between us and our kids when we can just be vulnerable with them. And to say, you know, I don't have all the answers. I still don't have all the answers, but God does and God's word does. And that's why it's important for us to be digging into his word every day. You know, like you said, I didn't have a family mission statement. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a plan of how I was going to raise my children. I just read the Bible and went to church and did the best I could. could. But now there's so many more things we can do because the times we're living in calls for drastic measures. And that does not mean, you know, I I never, ever, ever on this podcast, we talked about mom guilt. I never want any moms to listen to this podcast and feel like, well, I don't have a family mission statement, so I'm failing as a mom. No, you're not. No, you're not. But know where you're going. You know, we (laughs) talked about the GPS thing. Know where you're going, even if you don't write it down. You know, if you write it down, great. Some people are, they love to write stuff down. But be intentional and purposeful in your parenting um, and, and you will, you will, I think um, it will make parenting so much easier than trying to figure it out always on the fly. <laughs> you know, what am I going to do today? How am I going to raise my kids today? Leanne, tell us where we can find your podcast, See Kids. By the way, See Kids is S E A, See Kids, not S E E. Just so those of you who are like, See Kids, what? Um, and it's such a sweet, uh, the, the books are great. The um, animated series is great. I, I, it's so funny. I love it when I'm going right now, media and 
Um, that's usually where I see it. I always see it pop up in the kids section in there. And it's, I, I love that that's there. Um, so where can people find out more about uh, the Raising Christian Kids ministry and your podcast and certainly your new book, Raising Kids to Follow Christ? Where can they find all these things? Well, they can pre-order the book on Amazon or whenever this releases, maybe February 20th is the day it releases for purchase. And you can buy in Barnes & Noble, Target, anywhere you buy uh, books, you can find our, our book. Uh, RaisingChristianKids.com is our website and it has all our information. Um, the podcast is Raising Christian Kids Podcast and you can listen to that on wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, I'm just so excited. You know, we have a new scripture bear coming out. We, we had him for Christmas and he sold out. And it plays eight Bible verses in a sweet child's voice um, to help little ones memorize scripture early. Every, every little kid wants a teddy bear. So I hope your listeners will check that out as well. But we're always there to answer questions. Uh, if anybody has anything, but if you go to the website, you'll see everything. Yep. We'll put those links in the show notes. And your scripture bears are amazing. They're so cute. And those those would be a great Easter gift for yeah. those who are maybe looking for, you know, you like to do those Easter baskets for your kids. Um, that is such a great way to tie Jesus into one of the most important days of the entire year. I would say the most important day because Christmas is exciting when Jesus was born, but without his death and resurrection, uh, he would have been just another baby. So, uh, so we are so grateful for that. So yeah, if you're looking for a great Easter gift, check those out. We'll put links in the show notes. We love you guys. And remember, you can find everything on our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Have a great rest of your week and we will see you back here on Monday. Bye.